Hey guys, how are you be doing, Mo? Hey Saj, I'm good. Can't complain. You know? Yeah. How's uh, Dallas? Dallas was amazing. Yeah. Um, amazing weather, great food, great vibes. The event went flawlessly. Um, had an amazing time out there. Uh, the crowd, you know, it's it's different being in out of the the state, right? Hundred like, percent. You know, you get to work with new vendors. You get to meet new people. Like around here, we've worked with most of the vendors already and all. Um, you know, growing our network, right? As we talked about in our introduction mm-hmm. episode and all. Um, but no, I had a great time. Um, thank you, Dallas, for having us. Um, and we look forward to being back. But how is uh, your Christmas prep coming along? It's coming out good. So we're just going to jump into today's topic. Today's topic is... Do you need... Do dot, you dot, need... Dot. Dot, dot, dot. Do you need to start with a wedding planner? Maybe. Maybe. I think it's, you know, it's a controversial topic, right? Yes. I think they offer a great value, Mm -hmm. right? But I want to hear from you. I would say you do not need a wedding planner. I'm surprised. Yeah. The wedding planner is saying maybe. You don't need a wedding planner. You do not even need a photographer. iPhones are really good. iPhones great. <laughs> you don't need. We don't need you, Mo. But um, uh, you can see me at the food line then. <laughs> but wedding planner, you do not need one. But they do help and they provide a lot of value. Mm-hmm. So you might want one. But a wedding, we're gonna break it down into wedding planner, wedding coordinator. Are they the same thing though? Not at all. And that's gonna be another episode. Very, very different. But wedding planners, maybe. Wedding coordinators, 100%. Yes, you do need a wedding coordinator. Because last episode, we talked a little bit about the average cost of a wedding in this area. And it's pricey. It is expensive. If you're spending that much money on a wedding, you definitely get, you know, you're buying a house, you're going to get a real estate Mm -hmm. agent. You're going to court, you're going to get a lawyer. Yep. You are having a big wedding. You're going to need a wedding coordinator. That makes sense. I think that's a good perspective and Mm -hmm. good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So a planner, if you do not have a full-time job, (laughs) if you do not have a family um, that's, you know, that you need to deal with, like kids um, and school and all that stuff, and you have all the time in the world, you don't need a wedding planner. You can do everything yourself. You can start six to eight months before. You can start booking vendors, start talking to vendors, start negotiating with vendors, start reading all the contracts. But I do think having a planner also allows you to be more creative in a way, right? I think it's also a board where you can kind of bounce ideas off of. 100%, especially if you're like, if your spouse is not available all the time, People call me, mm-hmm. uh, brides have called me, grooms have called me to bounce ideas from me. Hey, my wife is, you know, unavailable. She can't, she has a lot going on. She cannot focus on the wedding right now. I need your help. What to do? Now. Yeah. And you've done hundreds of weddings. So mm-hmm. I think your viewpoints are pretty valuable. Yeah. Right. And I think it's a great way to kind of bounce, share some ideas and all that stuff. For sure. For sure. So I'm going to ask you a question. Or well, more of a statement, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the most common answers I get when I ask, do you have a wedding planner or wedding coordinator? I get told that, hey, my brother or my sister, my cousin, my aunt, my uncle, they're amazing at, you know, 
coordinating, oh making God. sure the wedding's moving along and all that stuff. What's your take on that? Um, let's say you got a DUI. Are you going to take your uncle to the court? If my uncle's a lawyer, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. A right? lawyer. But if you have an uncle as a wedding planner, wedding coordinator, great. Take him. But a professional is a professional. A professional can do so many more things that a family member can. Also, my actually main point, you're taking advantage of your family member. Even if they volunteer, they're not going to volunteer for all the work they have to do. They might have It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, and it's stressful. Have, very stressful. Very stressful. You want them to have fun at your wedding or do you want them to be uh, taking on all, all the stress? No, no, 100%. I've seen some weddings where, you know, bridal parties fall apart because of the stress, you know, bridezillas, groomzillas and all that stuff, right? Things need to go perfectly and all that stuff. And it's the biggest day of your life. For sure. As a wedding planner, your coordinator main job, honestly, is people management. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, your family member can be good at telling you, hey, it's time to do this, hey, it's time to do this. But they're not going to be managing people behind even, you know, some problem comes up. They're not going to go behind their back and go manage it. They're going to come to you. And great point on this, right? I've seen this at countless weddings, right? Um, When a sibling, a cousin's trying to manage people, right? What ends up happening is they aren't they aren't comfortable being confrontational mm-hmm. to their elders, right? When an elder is like, "Hey, we need to, we want to go take stage pictures right now," right? But according to the timeline, according to the DJ, according to the flow of events, it's actually time to go do the first dance or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, the f- cousin, the friend, all they're just not comfortable with it. Versus a planner or a coordinator. They're paid to manage that, right? Again, so when somebody volunteers, they might have not volunteered for this, yeah. but they're stuck in that position Correct. now. So they don't know what they're getting themselves into most of the times. So get a professional wedding planner. Yes, if you can afford it, if you have the budget for it, and mm-hmm. if you think they're valuable, wedding planners are very valuable. They're going to help you with everything A to Z. Wedding coordinators, they might have a day of coordinator a package, a week of coordinator package, or even like we do, our minimum is month of coordination package. We can only do so much in a day or a week, so we don't do that. We like to get involved. We like to get meet the family, bridal party, and uh, you know, uh, start the timeline a month before. That makes sense. So wedding coordinator, 100%. Yes, you need one. Okay, I'll take it. So last question about this topic, right? I'm a project manager, mm-hmm. right? I'm very organized. Mm-hmm. I work with workflows, timelines on pretty much okay. on a daily basis, right? Um, you know, I've done courses on waste, like in terms of removing waste from this mm-hmm. area or anything okay. like that, right? So as many of my clients are also project managers, you know, um, What's your take on that? Like, I've had couples who are project managers and they come to me very directly. They're like, we want you, we need you because we want things done in a specific way and we don't want a family member to take care of this. We don't want anybody else. We need a professional to do it the way we want it done. And I think most project managers, you know... Understand that. Understand yeah. that. They know that they need they're the right person to, for the job. Yep. That makes sense. All right, curveball here. Uh-huh. All right, 
day of coordinators from mm-hmm. the venue versus a third party. That's a big difference. I mean, if a venue offers day of coordination, great. Take it immediately. But if you want a week or a month off, that's obviously different. A venue offers it, take it immediately. If the venue says venue coordinator, not a wedding coordinator, there's a big difference there. And I think that is a very, very important point, right? I've seen venue coordinators that only have the best interest for the venue, uh-huh. right? Um, I'm not going to put names out there, but there's some really big venues around um, that we've had that experience where the bride and groom thought they were getting a wedding coordinator, but it ends up being a venue coordinator. They'll take care of the food. They'll take care of the small stuff like that, but not essentially the entire flow of the event. If the venue does not cater, they do not touch the food. At White's Ferry Manor, my venue, we have liability insurance and all that. If it's not our catering, food is not our job. It's not the venue coordinator. It is the venue's coordinator's job to make sure they have enough tables well, yeah, that's what for I mean. their food. Yep. Whatever they want to put on top of the tables is on the caterer. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, so it's something definitely keep an eye out on. Make sure you're getting a wedding coordinator, not a uh, venue coordinator. For sure. Big difference. Um, if you are spending the money, make sure you're getting a wedding coordinator. Yeah, at least a wedding coordinator to make sure your flow of the event, timeline, because venue only gives you a certain number mm-hmm. of hours. You want it done. You want everything you want done during that time how many times have you had during your (laughs) during your photo shoot before like the event has started Mm -hmm. you're doing your couple's portraits Mm -hmm. vendors are coming in how many times have you had vendors every single time that we've done it yeah um vendors are getting calls from the the couples are getting calls from the vendors hey we're here where do we park and what what is to do blah 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 where are you yep I I recall a story, right? So we're in DC. We're at the Lincoln Memorial. Groom's literally MIA. You can see him completely angry on like on the far side, yeah. just chewing someone out. I asked him what's going on. He's saying uh, a one of the vendors ended up in the wrong location. He went to another venue, oh my which was about forty five minutes away from where he was supposed to be and all. Mm. So that pushed back the entire event because you can't get really get started without him, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'm sure as a planner, I'm hoping that you share your timelines, locations, all that stuff. We make sure everything that every vendor needs has been taken care of before the event. And sometimes, yeah, we give our phone numbers to all the vendors, but sometimes we even take the phones from the couples Mm -hmm. and they're like, we don't want to do anything. We don't want to be unplugged. We take their phones away and we answer their calls. So they're having a chill day. They're having fun. Makes sense. You know, you just sparked another idea for me. Mm. Unplugged weddings. Unplugged weddings. We should do a episode about that. Pros sure. and cons. Yeah. Right. I think uh, during COVID, we saw a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of starting to phase back out mm-hmm. and all. But we should definitely talk about that in a future mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. So let's transition a little bit. Right. So we talked about planners and coordinators. Right. I think planners is a maybe. Right. I think it depends on your personal budget. Yes. About what how much you value your sanity and your you know what your wallet can afford. Right. Coordinators, I think, are absolutely imperative. Um, I think it'll make your day better. It'll make the day of your fam like your wedding day more enjoyable for your family, for your friends, for your brothers, sisters, cousins, whoever was being your coordinator on that day. Right. Um, So. Let's move on. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you think about videographers? Do you need a videographer? I'm like a 50-50 on this, right? Really? I, from a personal and, you know, being in as a photographer, cinematographer, capturing memories is what we do, mm-hmm. right? After the day is all wrapped up, you know, you're done with the event, you go home. Realistically, the only thing you're taken away from is your photos or videos. So since we're talking specifically about videos, right, I want to talk a little bit more in depth about yeah, what is a video. I've had a lot of couples come to me and saying, we don't need videographer. Mm-hmm. We'll be okay. Photographer, you know, everybody's like, yes, we need one. Yep. Everybody's convinced on that. But a videographer, a lot of people don't think it is necessary, but it's so important. Yeah, I agree. So we offer both. We do photo and cinematography. Um, kind of think of it in this way, right? You're going to tell me that, hey, we can make videos on our phone, right? Absolutely. iPhone's an amazing camera. No doubt about that, right? But let's now think about lighting, audio, right? Visual effects and all that stuff. You spent thousands of dollars on those floral arrangements, on the decor. If you don't have proper lighting, either your stage is going to be really bright and your subject's going to be really dark or the person giving the speech is going to be really dark, that's our job to make sure that it looks proper for you, right? Now let's fast forward 5, 10, 15 years down the road. When you're sitting down with your kids, your grandkids, right? Um, your parents and all that stuff, they want to relive one of the biggest days of your life. How are you going to share that? Photos are awesome. It's a quick snapshot of whatever was happening. Yeah, but, but you lose the audio. How many people are actually going to go through a thousand pictures? Well, you guys remember, right? Not all photo albums are a thousand photos. Yeah. Right? An actual physical album is mm-hmm. usually about 100 to 150 photos. Mm. Right? So it's sure i'm sure the family members will go scroll through it and Mm -hmm. all that stuff but a coffee book table is usually about Mm -hmm. 150 100 photos on on average right but we're talking about videos right now Mm -hmm. so let's continue on video video i feel like it's important because it's emotion Mm -hmm. you audio and video when you come combine both visually together you're capturing emotions. That's that's a good uh, point. Right? So now imagine, uh, and this was a wedding. I want to talk about a wedding that we captured together. Um, I believe you helped out with this wedding. It was uh, Shabazz's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think late 2020, sometime mm. around there. We we were covering the wedding. It was a groomsman speech, or best man speech, right? And we had the groom behind on the stage, and we had the best man on the dance floor. He was giving this really touching speech. Mm-hmm. Um, a quick snippet of the speech real quick. So um, it was a Pakistani wedding. Bride and groom both were Pakistani. Uh, the best man was actually American, speaking English. Um, you know, But he surprised everyone where he took the time and learned Urdu for the speech itself. Yeah. Right? Um, Delivered the entire minute, minute and a half speech in Urdu. That was, I saw everybody getting emotional and everybody. It was very entertaining. Yeah. It was very funny and everybody got super attached. Yeah. And like even, even for me, like I had a little, I, my, my eyes watered up and yeah. all that stuff. It's a very touching speech, right? So talking from a video perspective, you know, I can actually now capture multiple angles, get the audio, get the visual and tie that in for you guys to kind of relive that moment. I know um, both of them are listening right now to this podcast, and they know exactly what I'm talking about. A photo would have only captured that one moment. 
of you know either Shabazz's reaction or the best man's reaction, but you missed such an important part of it, which was the audio of it. For sure. You brought up a good point. People can take videos on iPhones, but most videographers go record that audio that comes out of a microphone Correct. and put that in the video. Correct. So it makes a big, 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 big difference. And I've seen yep. outcomes. I've you know highlight videos are amazing mm-hmm. i love highlight videos and a very easy way to share with your whole family extended family and uh, everybody can get to be and a part the of people it. that aren't able to be there yeah right um one of the big things covid taught us was live streaming <laughs> yeah right family members weren't able to make it that's a service that a videographer would offer you right mm-hmm. um very important you, I know most of us in with the South Asian descent have family members spread all across the world. Sometimes they aren't able to make it. They're elderly, may not be able to travel, whatever the reason be, right? Um, it's a service that videographers offer. So I think I'm a yes on this category, Saj. What do you think? 100%. At least if you don't want to splurge on a videographer, at least get something. They make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. So next topic I want to chat about is cake. Oh, my God. Cakes are overdone. Cakes are a no for me. You do not need. They a taste good cake. sometimes. Yeah, they taste good, but it, you, I would much rather recommend taking that money and spending it on a dessert table or something else rather than a cake. I think honestly, in the next few years, I think cake wedding cake cuttings are gonna be done. I don't. So I'm gonna disagree there a little bit i don't think the cake cutting will go away i think they're going to become a little bit smaller Mm. right i don't think you need a six tier cake right and just to go up there just to cut it and all that stuff right i do think they're going to come down a little bit Mm. where it's just going to be like a corner of the cake where you actually cut it Mm. right feed each other and all that stuff and there's gonna be like a sheet cake behind right fake cakes are pretty in yeah and that's what I kind of see the trends going towards right now. Um, the person that wants a six-tier cake, they're going to get a get six-tier a, yep. cake. But do you need one? Probably not. You do not need yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Uh, what about a formal officiant? Minus the religious aspects. Yeah, if you're not getting married in a church, mosque, uh, a temple, uh, gurdwara, or mandir, you do not need yep. a formal officiant to come out to your uh, winery and uh, you get a family member, get a family of uncle, family friend, somebody close to you, mm-hmm. and it'll be much more personal to you. I saw so many of those during COVID because most Everyone of our was married already. Most mm-hmm. of the clients were already married, and this was just after COVID. Sorry, um, this was just their uh, reception mm-hmm. part, party part. So and they, they wanted just, to have an aisle wedding. Yeah, they just yep, wanted the ceremony sense. for pictures and yeah. all that. So just to be clear, right? We're talking mostly about like civil ceremony mm-hmm. type of style, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think you can go without it. I've seen several weddings where brothers, you know, sister, not sisters, usually brothers, um, kind of officiate, officiate the wedding. Sisters, if you want to officiate the wedding, please do so. Um, it, You know. Let's hey, do it. Everybody can officiate. Any, anybody can officiate is what I'm trying to say. It's much more touching and personal. Person, yeah. family member Absolutely. It. I agree. So I know this isn't one that normally gets discussed in this topic. What about MCs? MCs is a good one. 
You 100%, if your DJ does not offer MC service, 100%, I would say you need one again. We are talking about a traditional wedding when you have all these things done, all these vendors done, when you are spending the average amount of money. Not a backyard wedding, of course. You do 100%, you need an MC. You need a proper person to be making these announcements. I've seen so many weddings where a family member is doing it. And you might not realize it yourself, but you can sound really rude. Rude, yep. And uh And you try aggressive. not to, but it's just you're you know, not used to it. Yeah. It's again people management, right? To talk to a people and say something, hey guys, I need you to get off the dance floor right now in a very nice way. You might That's not true. know how to do that. But I've seen family members be so rude and they don't know they're being rude and be so aggressive and they don't know they're being aggressive. Absolutely. That's right. And it can kill the whole vibe. Yeah. And also entertainment aspects of it as well, right? Like having a MC kind of move the event, be entertaining, like the party during downtimes and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think that makes a big, big uh, impact on a wedding day, right? Like as you're transitioning between scenes and all that stuff, right? Um, other thing is from an MC. They're also kind of breaking the language barrier, mm. right? I've seen countless weddings where we've attended, you know, the family member that's emceeing the event is talking their native tongue, right? But you have a third of the wedding that's, you know, doesn't speak that tongue or doesn't understand it, right? So you're kind of, I wouldn't say it's disrespectful in a way, but at the same time, you're kind of leaving them out. Yeah, right? for sure. As a caterer, too, I definitely uh, try to fill in that gap. You have multiple different types of people. You want everybody to feel, feel include, included. Yep. And that's a that's a good point. Yeah. No, so I think that was a pretty solid list. That was of, a good do list. You need? We can... Maybe part two, three, four, who knows? Um, and if, if, you... if you guys think we missed something or do you have a good idea, put it in the comments. And that for sure, I think we can make a part two of this. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us here at the Wedding Podcast. Yeah, we, we hope you guys are enjoying the content. Um, as always, make sure you follow us, like the post and all that. Um, until next time, keep chasing your dreams. Peace out. Good night. Good morning. Whatever you're doing, have fun doing it and good luck. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy.